Section forty nine of Chesterfield's Letters to His Son. Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Letter eighty. London, September fifth, Old Style, seventeen forty nine. Dear boy, I have received yours from Laubach, of the seventeenth August, New Style, with the enclosed for Comte Lascaris, which I have given him, and with which he is extremely pleased, as I am with your account of Carniola. I am very glad that you attend to, and inform yourself of, the political objects of the countries you go through. Trade and manufactures are very considerable, not to say the most important one. For, though armies and navies are the shining marks of the strength of countries, they would be very ill-paid, and consequently fight very ill, if manufactures and commerce did not support them. You have certainly observed in Germany the inefficiency of great powers, with great tracts of country and swarms of men which are absolutely useless, if not paid by other powers who have the resources of manufactures and commerce. This we have lately experienced to be the case of the two empresses of Germany and Russia. England, France, and Spain must pay their respective allies, or they may as well be without them. I have not the least objection to your taking into the bargain the observation of natural curiosities. They are very welcome, provided they do not take up the room of better things. But the forms of government— the maxims of policy, the strength or weakness, the trade and commerce, of the several countries you see or hear of are the important objects, which I recommend to your most minute inquiries, and most serious detention. I thought that the Republic of Venice had by this time laid aside that silly and frivolous piece of policy, of endeavouring to conceal their form of government, which anybody may know, pretty nearly, by taking the pains to read four or five books, which explain all the great parts of it. And as for some of the little wheels of that machine, the knowledge of them would be as little useful to others as dangerous to themselves. Their best policy, I can tell them, is to keep quiet, and to offend no one great power by joining with another. Their escape, after the League of Cambrai, should prove a useful lesson to them. I am glad you frequent the assemblies at Venice. Have you seen Monsieur and Madame Capello, and how did they receive you? Let me know who are the ladies whose houses you frequent the most. Have you seen the Comtesse d'Orskela, Princess of Holstein? Is Comte Algarati, who has the tenant there, at Venice? You will, in many parts of Italy, meet with numbers of the pretender's people, English, Scotch, and Irish fugitives, especially at Rome, probably the pretender himself. It is none of your business to declare war to these people, as little as it is in your interest, or, I hope, your inclination, to connect yourself with them, and therefore I recommend to you a perfect neutrality. Avoid them as much as you can with decency and good manners, but where you cannot, avoid any political conversation or debates with them. Tell them that you do not concern yourself with political matters, that you are neither maker nor deposer of kings, that when you left England you left a king in it, and have not since heard either of his death or of any revolution that has happened, and that you take kings and kingdoms as you find them, but enter no further into matters with them, which can be of no use, and might bring on heats and quarrels. When you speak of the old pretender, you will call him only the Chevalier de Saint-Georges, but mention him as seldom as possible. Should he chance to speak to you at any assembly, as I am told he sometimes does to the English, be sure that you seem not to know him, and answer him civilly, but always either in French or in Italian, and give him in the former the appellation of Monsieur, and in the latter of Signore. Should you meet with the Cardinal of York, you will be under no difficulty 
for he has, as cardinal, an undoubted right to imminenza. Upon the whole, see any of those people as little as possible. When you do see them, be civil to them, upon the footing of strangers, but never be drawn into any altercations with them about the imaginary right of their king, as they call him. It is to no sort of purpose to talk to those people of the natural rights of mankind, and the particular constitution of this country. Blinded by prejudices, soured by misfortunes, and tempted by their necessities, they are as incapable of reasoning rightly, as they have hitherto been of acting wisely. The late Lord Pembroke never would know anything that he had not a mind to know, and in this case I advise you to follow his example. Never know either the father or the two sons, any otherwise than as foreigners." and so, not knowing their pretensions, you can have no occasion to dispute them. I can never help recommending to you the utmost attention and care to acquire les manières, la tourneur et les grâces, d'un galant homme et d'un homme de cœur. They should appear in every look, in every action, in your address and even in your dress, if you would either please or rise in the world. That you may do both, and both are in your power, is most ardently wished by yours. P.S. I made Comte Lascaris show me your letter, which I liked very well. The style was easy and natural, and the French pretty correct. There were so few faults in the orthography, that a little more observation of the best French authors would make you a correct master of that necessary language. I will not conceal from you that I have lately had extraordinary good accounts from you, from an unexpected and judicious person, who promises me that, with a little more of the world, your manners and address will equal your knowledge. This is the more pleasing to me, as those were the two articles of which I was the most doubtful. These commendations will not, I am persuaded, make you vain and coxcomical, but only encourage you to go on in the right way. End of section 49. Read by Professor Heather and By. For more free audiobooks, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org.